Folks, Ron Raymond here from the Ram Report for a Monday, a cash out Monday. It is uh, September 26th. Hope you have yourself a good start to your cash out Monday. As always, don't forget subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device. Today's podcast is brought to you by the World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest season number 11 and the uh, the leaders had a pretty good day yesterday in the uh, the football contest. I'll get to that uh, uh, later on into the show. Also ATScalculator.com sign up today and uh, you can see right here if you go to the atscalculator.com go to nfl and if you want to select the teams dallas against the new york giants for your monday nighter and you click uh, create ats results you can see we got dallas winning tonight by six the over under landing on 40 and that is how the atscalculator.com works and bullpenpicks.com sign up today and follow the top baseball pickers each and every day right here at bullpenpicks.com in fact i will put in my baseball picks later on in the show right here at bullpenpicks.com all right good morning everyone how you doing my name is ron raymond a five-time sports handicapping champion based out of ottawa ontario canada it is a, a cloudy and a little on and off rainy day here in the nation's capital 13 degrees so a little bit a uh, little bit nippy as they say but uh, it is a uh, it's always a fun day when you're doing the uh, rain report and it's a cash out monday and you're hoping uh, all the uh, the ramblers and gamblers and uh, who stumble into the bullpen are cashing out on a monday and again i'll start off uh, monday like i always start off when was the last time you cashed out of your sports book and you got to have a game plan or as uh, Mike uh, Mike Singletary would say everybody has a Our plan formula is this we go out, we hit people in the mouth. Yeah, you, know, you got to go out and you got to hit your bookmaker right in the mouth and hopefully you are cashing out on a cash out Monday. All right, I want to say good morning to the bullpen. I see the, the the bullpen slowly crawling into the bullpen and I see Gloria K is in the house there. Good morning, Gloria K. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers and uh, Gloria K is a closer and I think she's still on the road. I thought I saw last night she's in St. Louis. But uh, she's doing the uh, uh, <laughs> hey, she's doing the the caddying tour with her son on the uh, on the uh, on the tour. So hope you're doing well there, Gloria. Ron B's in the house. Always good to start a Monday with another Ron in the house. That's always good. Mitchell Watson. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Mitchell. And uh, hopefully you guys are having a great start to your cash out Monday. And uh, yeah, so interesting games uh, yesterday in the uh, National Football League. Man, how about those underdogs? 
It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. Yeah, if you were uh, betting the underdogs on Sunday, uh, there 10 of them cashed in in week number three. So underdogs uh, did have a good week this week. I'll get to that in just a few minutes. And uh, looking at, man, the game of the week, Buffalo and Miami, right? Hats off to the Dolphins. you got to tip your hat. And I- I've been saying since week one, those Alabama quarterbacks, you know, you look at the three of them that are in the NFL starting. you got Mac Jones, Tua, and Jalen Hurts. Absolutely crushing, even though Jalen Hurts uh, did go to uh, Oklahoma later on. But, uh, man, they are absolutely crushing it, you know, even though the, the Patriots lost yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I think you're in good hands if you get an Alabama quarterback at the draft because they are doing pretty well. All right, good morning, James. James in the house. And uh, we will, you know what, uh, always a review. Uh, I always put take off my uh, my baseball hat, put my coach's hat there. We'll review some of the games on uh, Sunday and also that last Thursday game. And uh, it's always good to go and recap uh, the, uh, the past NFL uh, weekend. It's getting tough, eh? It's getting tough to uh, to handicap NFL football. The parity in the league now is unbelievable. It's just, uh, you, man, you know, Indianapolis, right? Uh, even though we had it as an upset special, it just who who saw that coming? Well, <laughs> I know I just uh, leave myself, led myself into that one, but you know, um, going into that game, the the KC Chiefs were a six and a half point favorite, Jacksonville. Hey, Peterson, you know, the just uh, you get a bit of structure. And I, and I talk about that a lot on this show, right? I know I, I get into these Ron, uh, Ron's rants. But when you get a team that has discipline and structure and the tools are all there, you know, uh, obviously Urban Myers, um, no jury's out on, as a NFL head coach, a good football, college football head coach. But when it comes to the NFL, uh, it's a different, different game than the college and the, uh, the NFL, right? It's like a junior hockey coach going to the NHL. Same analogy. It's, it's 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 a different thing, especially in the pros, right? Where some of the players are making more money than you. Where in college, you know, you're making more than than, than the, the students, right? <laughs> That's the key word right there, the students. I had Rams minus three and a half as a Cardinals fan. We suck at home, says JMS. You know what? Yeah, tough game. Um, some of the decision making by uh, Kingsbury, I, I just got a question. Like, when, when did all of a sudden fourth down and, and inches or fourth and two became like a, almost like a, a gimme to some of these head coaches in the NFL? Right? They're, they're, they're. Um, I think they're trying to outsmart themselves, to be honest. And it's just kick your field goals. You know, if you get a chance, get your points. And, and hopefully in the fourth quarter, you're in a position to win or uh, to uh, take the win, right? Uh, we saw last night, you know, uh, the uh, the game between the, the, the Broncos and the uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Hey, those field goals in those tight, uh, you know, tight defensive games, they come in handy at the end. All right. But we'll get to the NFL when we do the, um, the World Series of Handicapping. We'll recap some of the games from yesterday. Just a little um, Coles Note version of the game. You know, Observation Monday. And uh, we'll take a look at uh, what... Uh, you know going into week number four things to uh, to consider but you know what hey man it's the nfl it's unpredictable all right uh, so welcome to the show again and i see uh, people are stumbling into the bullpen it must be uh must be a a, a monday right everybody's uh, still uh, recuperating from the weekend a lot of sports a lot of activity and again remember i said last week guys less is more philosophy and i hope you guys took that philosophy into the weekend and uh, with your picks because 
There is a potpourri of football selections that you could have made this weekend and uh, college football, NFL, and hopefully you guys, uh, you, know, you, you made all right. Eh? Hopefully you escaped the weekend with a bit of money, and uh, we did pretty good in our picks. In fact, our uh, our best bets this weekend between me and Ross Benjamin, Ross went 3-1 and one in the NFL on Sunday, 3-2 and two on Saturday, and I uh, swept the board over the weekend, right? Less is more. 3-0 and oh with uh, my college and NFL selections. I'm 16-4. and four. In my last 20 picks premium selection, if you go to picks, you go to Ron Raymond and you look at my selections. I had the Colts as my upset special. I had James Madison, eh? You know, that big Division One school, James Madison. I like to find those schools where nobody, it's like these under-the-radar type teams, right? What a comeback. This uh, Everybody was probably tearing up their ticket at halftime, but James Madison, beautiful comeback. The Rams, minus 3.5. And, and uh, yeah, so pretty good. 16-4, uh, and four, last 20. And, guys, you can get the picks each and every day right here at ATSDAS.com. And Ross Benjamin, big day in the NFL. He had the Broncos last night good uh, good pick there with ross he had the jets the only loss and he had the lions and colts under so a uh, big win also for ross benjamin and uh, you guys can uh, get our selections each and every day right here at atsstats.com all right let's uh, get on with the show and as we always do uh we go and uh, do the uh, sports betting 101 so let's go to the uh the tip sheet and let's talk about the 10 commandments of sports betting or as i like to say the uh, explained in five minutes and if you're new to to the rain report and you're wondering okay what exactly is the rain report and uh, how do we uh, how do we get access to it all you got to do is watch the show each and every day or go to the website atsstats.com that's where i hang my hat and this is where you'll find the fundamentals of the uh, rain report sports betting tip sheet and that is about value percentage play performance cycles player availability and i use a disciplined money management system as you've seen throughout the weekend and uh, you got to ask yourself two questions what type of investor are you are you an action investor or a sports betting investor and uh, once you determine that then you'll be on your way to uh, hopefully making some financial gains in your sports betting adventure and uh, yeah so let's hopefully that uh, works out for you hopefully it worked out for you here on a cash out Monday two important rules of the rain report winning percentage hey you got to play the percentages and line price determines the value and again I always use this example everybody wants to buy Apple and Tesla at 10 bucks but uh, it is the price is what the price is and if uh, the Yankees or the whatever team you're uh, you're betting is a little bit uh, expensive just have a um, just have a, a, a you know a standard a line where you know if it doesn't cross a certain price that you know you don't want to get into but at the end of the day if you want to make a unit and it costs you like 150 170 210 220 but you know you feel really good about that selection play the percentages right and uh, the thing i always say perception versus reality but what is more important the price or the percentage play you know a lot of people will see the price and they'll see like say the uh, a team like the i don't know um the, i'll just pick a team uh, detroit tigers or you know a team that's a c type team in the rain report but uh, you know everybody wants to buy get that discount right it is what it is that's why it's called sports betting the five non-negotiables of uh, my sports uh, betting uh, uh, rain report learn the uh, very important lesson the bookmaker is not your friend once you understand that you'll you'll probably change the uh, the attack when you go on offense on sports betting less is more 
uh, the rules to live by. You don't even need to do that in sports betting. You're going to hear me talk today about the uh, three types of teams in the Ram Report. A, B, and C type teams. A type teams are teams with a 60 or higher win percentage. B type teams, 50 to 59.9. And C type teams, A, we very rarely bet on C type teams. We don't do that. No, we don't do that. Those are 49 or lower win percentage. And uh, the Ottawa Red Blacks, they are definitely, uh, you know what, they're, they're, right now they're a D type team. Hey, they've, they've passed C, they've, they've cruised by C. The Ottawa Red Blacks are now a D type team. Man, uh, I don't know what they're waiting for to, uh, to get rid of their head coach, but uh, it's just, it's, it's a mess here in Ottawa with our football team. All right, also, you're going to hear me today talk about uh, the bullish, neutral, and bearish cycle. Teams that are bullish are teams that are 7 0, 6 1, 5 2 in Major League Baseball, NBA, or the NHL. And teams that are bullish in, the, in football, those are teams that are 3 0. Neutral type teams, 3 4, 4 3, last 7. And bearish teams, 0 7, 1 6, 2 5 in the, their last 7 games. And teams that are bearish in the NFL, 0 3. Two uh, teams that are neutral in football, one and two or two and one. And that's how I look at cycles. Also, follow a very disciplined money management system. And as the uh, the little tip says here, situational handicapping plays a huge role in how much you should wager on each game. And uh, Bill Parcell says it all the time. You are what your record says you are. And that's why I play the percentages. And the reason why I play the percentages, and I like to give this example each and every day, A, B, and C type teams, if all these teams are on a three-game losing streak, which one do you like your chances better of winning that fourth game? The 72% team of who has a 72% win percentage, a team that's have a 53 win percentage or 42, and I think we all know what the answer is right there, right? So uh, those are some of the Raymond Report fundamentals, and you can get that each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. I see, uh, let me see here, Richard Taylor's in the house. Good morning, Richard. James, Vegas already caught on their favorites this week. That was a crazy game to come back from. That was a lot of games that ended wild with the ones that scratched my head was the Arkansas games for James. And who's Mizzou? The network's in the house. Good morning, who's Mizzou? And uh, good morning, bullpen. Cash out Monday, baby. Let's go. Let's get at it. And let's uh, get those winners. Before we get to the winners, let's talk about the 10 commandments of sports betting. And uh, these are some of my golden rules of sports betting. And you know what? Uh, when you get into different seasons, like now the NHL is coming, NBA, I'm going to have to uh, you know, change, like, say, rule number three, you know, bet on double headers, maybe exchange that for a, uh, you know, as they say in hockey, we change on the fly here, right? So we maybe have to do a little bit of updating on the fly for our uh, 10 commandments, our sports betting rules, our golden rules. Avoid betting big money on C-type teams. No, you don't do that. No, you don't do that. Never lay points, bet the money line, or take the points, or bet the over-under. Never bet on double headers in baseball. No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Never, never. Follow a disciplined money management system. Never force a pick because you need action on a game. And the great examples tonight, let's say you're looking at tonight's game and you know, you're saying to yourself, man, I'm having a trouble picking a side between the Cowboys and the Giants. Well, don't force it, right? Enjoy the day off and uh, you know, hopefully you're counting your money. Never chase losing bets on a bad day. No, you don't do that. Yeah, bet with your wallet, not your heart. You're trying to beat the number. Always remember, you're trying to beat the bookmaker's number. It's your number against the bookmaker's number and you're not trying to score points in fantasy league and uh, the analogy i always give sports betting is like pepsi and coke and uh, fantasy league is like red bull never bet against eight type teams who are bullish at home no you don't do that 
No, don't do that. 24-hour rule of betting, then this would be a perfect day to enjoy the 24-hour rule. Let's say you had a big weekend and you made some uh, some money and you're uh, enjoying your cash out Monday. Take a day off, enjoy the win, and uh, you know what? Uh, recharge the batteries and get ready for uh, the next weekend or uh, the next weekend in baseball or uh, the NHL preseason if you are betting preseason. And the number 10 rule of the uh, commandments, never bet on teams who are in a bullish cycle. No, you don't do that. Bear you don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why not? Against the rules. You know, you're stupid when you do that. Uh, well, again, I don't know if you're stupid, but uh, yeah, uh, bear cycles. Try not to bet on teams who are in a bear cycle. Let them work out of it. TSM's in the house. Good morning, TSM. Uh, Broadbeat is in the house. We'll try to stay on topic today. <laughs> okay. I guess we got off topic last week. Hey, you know what? The um, the NFL podcast on um, on Friday got close to 600 views. So I want to thank everybody. And that was an hour and a half podcast. So everybody who watched that podcast, thank you for watching. And hopefully I was able to uh, uh, help you out with your uh, picks this weekend. And the thing, when you're helping, uh, trying to help, sometimes, you know what? You're one in doubt, get out. And the, uh, the best bet you make sometimes is the one you don't make. So even though you're you're watching the the podcast and you know you don't you don't come satisfied at the end you're like man I, I I'm, I'm more confused well get out you know and if you can't make a case you know the, when you're handicapping game it's like it's like a judge and jury right you're in the courtroom trying to make a, the, the case for your pick sometimes you just can't make the case so uh pull the plug and, and just get out and enjoy the the day for what it is right and there is our money management system a b and c type teams run on the road in a bullish neutral or bear cycle that's the amount of units we recommend same situation for the home teams a b and c and take a look at the uh, the cycles and then look at the units beside and that's how many units we recommend and uh, have a game plan right have a game plan when you're betting on sports because uh, you just never know all right let's get to the world series of handicapping pro football contest contest season number 11 and guys we got some uh, some leaders who are absolutely crushing it and i tip off my hat because i'm not crushing it right now in fact i'm, I'm really st- uh, in in the contest that is struggling yeah, struggling in the contest but colby ryan's not struggling he went i believe he went to what three and two yesterday or four and one let me see here colby went uh where is he at four two and one colby had a still our leader and in fact if you look at his record overall 15 5 and 1 for 51 units so if you've been betting the the picks here from the leaders ax smith sports is doing a great job here he's uh 14 6 and 1 47 units so good job ax smith sports and i believe he's from chicago too and uh, all red one hey my good friend brett right there 15 5 and 1 43.2 units and dumper who was in second place last week um just got uh, 15 and 6 still a great record 39 units and now sitting in a fourth position and jay ends once the uh, the handicapper Jay Swins, the handicapper, is uh, 14 and 6. And those are your top five pickers tonight. And you know what? I was looking at earlier. Not one of them touched tonight's game. Eh? Not one of them has the game tonight between the, the Cowboys and the Giants. But uh, those are your leaders. And that is the uh, World Series of Handicapping Pro Football Contest update for week number three. And uh, show me the yeah, they've been showing you the money here with their selection. So congratulations on a great start. And uh, hopefully you guys keep it up. And uh, we will cheering you guys each and every day. And if you do, um, especially the leaders, like I know uh, Axe Sports has a website. So if you want to check him out, uh, just Google him at axesmithsports.com or go on Twitter. I see him on Twitter a lot. And uh, yeah, so if any of these guys are a sports service and you want me to uh, pump the tires, send me an email at ronraymond at atsstats.com. And uh, you know I'll pump your tires and I'll, I'll 
get you guys some uh, some exposure. Much uh, deserved because you guys are absolutely doing a great job with the uh, contest. All right, let's take a look at the uh, next uh, thing on the uh, docket. And you know we like to feed the ponies around here. Let him out. Let him out. Get those bets in. Yep, they'll be off and running uh, today at uh, Parks Racing. In fact, 12.55 post time. Race number one is a $7,500 claiming race. One mile, 70 yards on the dirt. And uh, you got uh, Niangua. Niangua with uh, the YC Ramos on the saddle. Niangua is 12 to 1 morning line. Grazley La Prida in the saddle for the number three horse. And the number two horse, Commissioner Dave with uh, D Haddock in the saddle, 4 to 1 morning line. And the Joker's selection, the Joker's Wild. The number five horse, Lawlessness, with uh, Milan in the saddle. And uh, he is a three to one morning line. And if I were to play this here today, I'm going to play the number three horse, Grazley, with La Prida in the saddle. It's six to five morning line. I know it's not a big payout, but he comes in uh, what you want to do in the double Dutch betting system. Take the number three horse today in race number one at Parks Racing. Put 10 to win, 10 to place on the three. He comes in first, you get paid twice. He comes in second, you get paid once, which is also nice. And that is your free horse racing pick today, courtesy of ATSStats.com. All right, Solo Riders in the house. Good morning, Solo Rider. Uh, good morning, brother. Hey, everybody, hit that like button. And I uh, appreciate you, Solo Rider. That's a great nickname right there, eh? Uh, right on, uh, Solo Rider. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully you guys had a good cash-out Monday. And uh, hopefully you guys were able to uh, cash out uh, some money in fact i'll do a little bit of a recap on some of the football games and i'm gonna say the game and if you guys just want to uh chime in and uh, let us know just a, a you know a cole's note version of what you you guys like morning guys from st louis how's my peeps today says gloria k and gloria k is a closer put that coffee down coffees for closers and there's our good friend f af i saw your t-shirt on the weekend Great cash, homie. That was awesome. Hey, I showed that to my wife and she loved it. That was a, uh, if you go to our Discord and you'll see uh, F has a t-shirt that says straight cash, homie, with a uh, Randy Moss uh, uh, picture. It's uh, it's awesome. All right, so let's take a quick uh, recap of yesterday's game and I'm going to go through all the games and I'm just going to give a short, um, you know, Cole's Note version of what I thought on that game and then if you guys want to chime in and uh, you guys can too, right? All right, so uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Hey, Steelers need a running game right um you know cleveland and we we talked about that game last week why was cleveland favored well now we know why right buffalo taking on miami hey the dolphins again i'm not going to take nothing away from the, the dolphins yesterday even though like it feels like the bills outplayed them and out yardage them miami didn't make no mistakes the miami dolphins hey they are we thought they were and they let them off the hook well they didn't let them off the hook they won the game and uh buffalo it's just um the the you know, obviously I'm a Bills fan. I'm not. I don't want to make no excuses for them because they they just lost. And uh, you know what? I'll just leave it at that. They just lost. They lost to a better team. And um, going forward, uh, it's going to be a great series. But I think the Dolphins and the Bills are the two best teams in the AFC. Baltimore, New England. Um, you know what? Hey, the, the Ravens are going to get their points, but they're still giving up a lot of points on defense. That Ravens defense is not the same. New England, they're on the decline. You say what you want. You know, Brady's gone. Uh, Belichick might not have the the you know the same type of. Uh, 
um, you know, he's still Belichick, right? But, you know, keep keep that OC job open because I think there might be room for uh, McDaniel soon, eh? Oh, little little shot right there. But, hey, I, I'll get to that in a second. Cincinnati against the Jets. Uh, it was just a matter of time before Cincinnati, um, you know, wasn't a great uh, performance, but it was a road win. And the Jets, well, they're, they're, um, they're, they're the Jets, right? But uh, big win for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Houston, Chicago. That could have went either way. And, you know, it's tough to win on the road. At the end of the day, home field advantage, I think, played a big role for the Bears. And uh, defense um, was, uh, you know, from both teams was pretty good. But we didn't get that under. I was hoping to get that under. But uh, you got to congratulate the Chicago Bears. They uh, they got the uh, the W. Minnesota, you know what? Um, when you're a five-and-a-half-point home favorite at home against Detroit, and I know, you know, people, you know, you put Detroit in the same, like, conversation as the Jets, and you can't put the Jaguars in that conversation anymore. But uh, Minnesota, you needed a dominant performance at home, and you didn't get it. So if I was... Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on in Minnesota, but uh, you know Zimmer wasn't the uh, the issue, right? Uh, New Orleans, Carolina. Hey, life after Drew Brees and, and you know Allen. His rec- you are what your record says you are, and uh, Dennis Allen does not have a great head coaching record. And Matt Rule probably slept better last night. Finally, get that win, right? Kansas City, Indianapolis. Uh, guys, you know what? Remember, I said last week on the on the on the NFL show, I said you you get if you can keep Patrick Mahomes into the pocket, just keep him in the pocket, force him to be a quarterback, and don't even rush him, force him to throw. You will see you'll be able to um you, you'll be able to make some damage. And when is Mahomes very uh, dangerous? Right when he's scrambling, when he's out of the pocket, then he goes into Houdini mode. Right once he goes into Houdini mode, um, that's when they're in trouble. And you know, let's let's face it. They don't have a deep threat anymore. Tyreek Hill's gone, and that uh, you know, the, and in the last second, I don't, I forget the uh, the receiver's name, number nine. When that's the guy you put all your confidence in on the last play, um, you know you're in trouble, right? Indianapolis, um, two road games, right? They had two road games that didn't do well, and now uh, they played yes. And Matty Ice, you know, one of the uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. To, uh, to engineer fourth quarter comeback. So, uh, Matty Ice, I think they'll be okay. Las Vegas, uh oh. Hey. What the hell's going on out here? Yeah, what the. Uh I don't, guys, you know, I've been saying this since day one. Sometimes in the NFL and in pro sports, when you get a, a lifetime coordinator or a lifetime assistant coach and, and they've been in that position, there used to be, um, you know, the, the, the second in control, the second in command, right? And if you're not used to leading and, 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 and being the general, you can't just turn on the, you know, they always say, are leaders born or made, right? Uh, you know, to me, they're, they're, they're a little bit of both. You can a little bit of both in that philosophy. But the, the, at the end of the day, McDaniel's had his shot in Denver, and now he's had his shot in, in, in um, Las Vegas. And the thing is, if you're not uh, ready to lead, well, what's the old saying? Get the hell out of the way, right? And I think, unfortunately for McDaniel, I think he's just a great offense coordinator. And when you're the coordinator, and now you're the head coach, you're, you're the leader, you're the general, sometimes it, people don't know how to, how to lead, right? And I, I don't know what's going on in Las Vegas um, because, you know, McDaniel's, as you can see, his offense, his offenses are, are very well prepared. But when I saw that trick play, and when I watched that game, and, and as the football coach, and I always say this, and I, I talked to this about their offense coordinators i said whenever you see a team go into the the, the bag of tricks you got them because 
that they're desperate. And when I saw the Raiders start doing the trick plays, I said, man, what are they doing? What are they doing? Like that is just, um, when you go to your bag of tricks, you're done. Put a fork in it. Philadelphia, Washington. Hey, Phillies, you know what? I'm a, I'm a believer. I was I was on the fence with the Eagles, but you know what? After yesterday, but keep in mind it is the uh, the uh, uh, the Commanders. But uh, I'm a I'm a true believer in the uh, the Eagles, and you know what? They they might be the team in the NFC with the uh, with the Packers. But uh, yeah, they Alabama quarterbacks. What do I say? Right? It's uh, they they are um, they're making an impact in the National Football League. You're seeing the changing of the guards in the uh, National Football League. You're seeing the changing of the guards in, in quarterback play right you're looking at um you know herbert didn't have a great day yesterday those ribs are really affecting him um but you're looking at hertz uh you're looking at um tua hey tua had a great game uh mac jones still a good quarterback but uh the old guards you saw brady and you know brady and uh roger they look old they looked their age yesterday right when i saw when i saw brady run and then uh, you know when, when tom brady is running for first downs and he's breaking knee braces you know that, that's like a, a geico commercial ad right there um let me see here jacksonville the Chargers. i told you you put a real head coach in jacksonville you know you keep getting all these first round draft picks you're, you're gonna eventually um kick the door down that's what they did yesterday first road win in two and a half years for the jaguars uh, green bay tampa bay defense hey the two great defense offense um tampa bay just missing their weapons on offense right mike evans they just um they, they, they're all going down chargers arizona uh, sorry rams arizona um you know what? When I think of Arizona, uh, and I, I think of Kingsbury, he's, he's almost the new Riverboat Ron, right? He's just too much gambling on fourth down. And uh, looking at the uh, the Rams, Rams are your defending Super Bowl champions. It took them a few weeks. So, you know, they had the Bills, and then they won last week. Uh, but um, you know, I would. The thing that little concerns me yesterday is uh, when teams get on the goal line and they fumble. I don't like that because it just you know when you're a, an A type team, you gotta you know kick the door down, go get your your six points. But um, Arizona, um, they just don't know how to finish. At the end of the day, when I think about this team, a they they, they can't finish. They, they, they play well for they don't play 60 minutes they play like 50 minutes but they can't finish you got to be able to finish in the National Football League Atlanta taking on the Seattle Seahawks I just watched that game uh, periodically um, Mariota you know what um, I, w- I had him ranked low as a quarterback but I'm you know I'm, my ratings are going to go up on him this week Atlanta tough tough games you know if you look at all their games losing by one but uh, yeah you know what Atlanta I'm not going to go crazy and say they're a playoff team but they're a much improved team and you got to give Arthur Smith some time right he he, he inherited a mess and um, Seattle Seattle's like New England they're on the decline right Seattle's like New England they're on the downslope. San Fran, Denver. You know, I'm thinking of the uh, the the the, the, um, the Lynch, and I'm thinking of uh, Shanahan. What they did with um, Jimmy G, and Jimmy G got their careers. He's you know he's he's in control of their careers. When you think of it, you know if you're Jimmy G and you're the quarterback of the 49ers and you're playing for a head coach who didn't want you, I can't shake that off my head. I'm a I'm one of those loyal guys. Like you know what, you either ride with me or die with me, right? And to me, when when you told me that trey lance was your number one guy and now he's in the in, you know in, in the injury report or with a you know broken ankle now you want me to bail you out <laughs> you know that that i have i have trouble with that being an ex-military guy being an ex-football coach being a, a team guy when i know you don't have my my back and that's how you you think of me um 
there's there's problems there. There is uh, I'm not saying you know the Jimmy G. He's a pro. He's gonna say it. But if I'm, I'm I'm a player like Jimmy G. And I know that these guys don't want me there. I got an issue with that. Um, yeah, I know I'm a little passionate on that stuff, but uh, hey, Bills Mafia, maybe uh, that's why. Um, Dallas against uh, the Giants, we'll talk about that one today. But uh, Denver, hey, Denver, great defense. Um, Russ ain't cooking still. Hey, I didn't see Russ cook yesterday. All right, so that is my little bit of a recap, my little rant on the NFL. But uh, we'll see what happens with San Francisco. I, I, I just don't know what's going to happen there. And, you know, with, with the quarterback and, and coach relationship like that. Because, hey, when your head coach doesn't want you, and now you know, you know, and the team knows, they're in trouble. I think they're in trouble. All right, uh, let me see. Marigoda. I, don't, I wouldn't put a Marigoda there, Nick. Eh? Nico Kelly says uh, Marigoda. Hey, relax there. It's just one win there, Nicky. Hey, Nico Kelly. I have him in a fantasy league. I think I'm going to stay away from sides uh, Tennessee made some money yesterday might just put half a square anytime and the Blue Jays yeah the Blue Jays uh, had the Blue Jays yesterday and Saturday I thought um, um, Manoa and uh, I didn't like McClanahan ever since he came back from that injury you know these um, these rookie pitchers I don't know if McClanahan's a rookie maybe second year but I just the young pitchers in the second half of the season it's the dead arm I'm a little concerned and my concern with McClanahan he might have a bit of a tired arm right all right, so that is my recap on the uh, NFL week number three. And uh, w- let me know what you guys think of that. And tonight, we do have the uh, the Dallas Cowboys taking on the, uh, the New York Giants. And uh, according to the poll right now, and uh, look at that, 67% of the uh, the Ramblers and Gamblers in the bullpen here at the uh, at uh, the Rain Report are all over the Giants, eh? They like the Giants. I'm going to handicap that in just one second. David Garbage <laughs> says F. I guess F was on Las Vegas. Tough loss, eh? Tough loss for the, uh, you know, I wonder what Devontae Adams thinking right now. You know, I, I come to Las Vegas thinking that, you know, we're going to put um, some college football numbers together again, like in the old days with uh, Carr and uh, Devontae Adams. <laughs> and there's there's Aaron Rodgers, eh? 38 years old. All you doing winning football games in Tampa Bay. All right, so let's take a look at the MLB uh, SBI, the Sports Betting Index, and uh, we always want to make you some money, right? Show me the money! Show you the money on a... uh on a cash out Monday. Let me know if you guys cashed out yesterday. And there's Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson is in the house. Uh, my apologies, uh, Derek. Daniel Jones, 0-8 in NFL primetime games. Ooh, that's not a, eh? That, that, well, it's good for me because I like the Cowboys tonight. All right, so let's take a look at yesterday in Major League Baseball and 7-8 and eight for the, uh, the, the underdogs. Look at that. Hey, the underdogs, Mr. Peterson. It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. Yeah, milk-bone underwear for the, uh, the dog betters. And on the seven-day average, neutral market we don't see that very often right and uh 55 of the favorites have won the last seven days 51.6 when it comes to the over under and look at this for nfl football week number four it's a dog eat dog world sammy and i'm wearing milk bone underwear look at that 10 and 4 for the underdogs in week number uh, 3 and 5, 8, and 1 to the under and 6 and 8 for the uh, the favorites winning straight up. Favorites only won 46.7% of the game. This NFL season is, is um, you know what? It's a, <laughs> what did the, the Fed say? Transitionary? Hey, when, with the uh, the Dow Jones and you know the, the stock inflation? Uh, I think we're in a transition right now 
for the the favorites in the NFL. 46.7% of the favorites. Um, this The NFL, we're seeing the change of the guards in some situation, right? And, and like... Think of all the quarterbacks, you know, the, you know, the Brady's, the Rodgers, and now the up-and-coming quarterbacks. And who's a who's a running back? I'm trying. I was thinking about this this morning. Who who's one or two of the uh, the 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 high um, high-profile running backs that are dominant right now? You know, usually it's Derrick Henry. He, he's not having a really good start to the season. Who are the running backs right now in the NFL who are crushing it? Eh? I love to. Uh, I don't see any. The, the running game looks to be invisible right now when it comes to the uh, National Football League, right? Uh, unless you guys can. I know um, I saw Akers go off a bit yesterday against the uh, uh, no, Saquon Barkley, you know. But uh, who are really the, the running backs who are crushing it right now in the National Football League? And um, if you're a fantasy league player, you probably know more because uh, I'm a better. I don't do I don't do fantasy anymore. Uh, <laughs> mostly because DraftKings cut us off here. Hey, thanks a lot, DraftKings, cutting us off. All the Canadians used to play the DraftKings, and now we hey they just cut us off like that. Boom. Yeah, not uh, not good. All right, uh, let me see here. Uh, college football. Let's go to the college football. And uh, let me see here. Uh, for the uh, college football, 78.5% of the favorites won this week. Week number four, 46 and 13, and 25, 33 and one for the underdogs, and uh, pretty much 50 50 when it came to the uh, the totals, right? So, um, yeah, you know what? The underdogs this weekend, pretty good day if you uh, bet uh, college and NFL football. And remember, I said last week, guys, less is more. If you're going to take that approach this weekend, uh, yeah, just uh, Cordell, yeah, in uh, Atlanta, yeah, Patterson, uh, you're talking about there it's a mains world i would say aaron jones but he didn't play well yesterday he says who's mizzou that's what i mean right there who's that who's the um the 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 quality running um back in in the nfl who's crushing it every weekend right you know we'll see tonight if saquon goes off saquon's had a first couple of good weeks but he's got an offense coordinator who's offensive uh minded right so dable well not dable he's head coach but um you know when you got the head coach who loves to uh you know who's a former oc then you're probably gonna have a good uh, opportunity to put some points on the board um what offense is struggling eh? struggling which offense is absolutely you know tampa bay struggling like how about our offense? <laughs> when are we going to put it together? Yeah, when are they going to put that offense together? Well, they need to get Mike Evans back and some receivers back, right? They're either suspended or injured in Tampa Bay. All right, let's get on to the next uh, topic, and that is the uh, the Bears and Bulls report. And uh, what we look in this segment is the teams in Major League Baseball to see which team is neutral, bullish, or uh, bearish. And you can see right now of the eight type teams, teams with a 60 or higher win percentage, Yankees, Mets, Houston, those are your bullish teams right now. Dodgers and Atlanta, neutral. Hey, I haven't seen these guys. Uh, the last team that was bearish in the A-type teams, I think it was the Yankees in August, right? So, um, yeah, you know, it's going to be tough to beat these teams. It's um, I can't wait to see how the Mets do in the playoffs. Houston is still good. Um, when you look at the World Series, I got to go Dodgers. I don't know who's going to beat the Dodgers. Maybe Atlanta, you know, but uh, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And uh, the right now, Atlanta, they're still defending champions, but uh, watch out for those Dodgers. Uh, the B-type teams, St. Louis, not a time to be struggling when you're, uh, you know, but I think St. Louis is uh, pretty good right here. Let me take a look at the standings right now. Yeah, they got a pretty comfortable lead at six and a half over the Brewers. And when you look at the wild card race, um, let me see that race in the um, National League East. 
for the uh, the, the Mets and Braves. Braves one half game out, but I think they played the last uh, series of the year, right? That's going to be that's going to be awesome. This if you're a baseball fan, this is a great time of year, right? Because uh, tonight Yankees and Blue Jays, that's going to be another good series. And Tampa Bay struggling, struggling. Yeah, two and five in their last seven, but who's worse than the White Sox? Struggling. Yeah, one and six in their last seven. Hey, Chicago White Sox. Uh, they're lucky that they clinched a long time. Oh, no, they didn't clinch. They're 10 games behind. In fact, uh, Cleveland is, um, yeah, taking the top spot there. And, uh, yeah, White Sox are done. Put a fork in them. They are done like dinner. Um, Seattle and Tampa Bay looks like they're going to fight. out. If Baltimore can make a run, it, but they'll need help from uh, Seattle or Tampa Bay to uh, to falter down the stretch. I don't see that happening. And uh, I have to look at the schedule to see uh, which team has the more uh, the more cupcake schedule, right? But uh, some great some great uh, races going down the stretch in the National League race. Um, National League race. You see a Philly and Brewers, and uh, you got San Diego one game and a um, and a half up, and Atlanta. Yeah, they're fine. But Phillies Brewers. Um, yeah, they're going to be battling with the Padres to get that last wildcard spot. So some good races in Major League Baseball. And again, the C-type teams, the only one you might want to consider. In fact, when was the last time you saw three bullish teams in the C-type teams? San Francisco, Chicago, Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City. And uh, Detroit, four of them. Wow. You got four C-type teams who are bullish. But remember I said last week, these C-type teams, they're, they're not going to mail it in. You know why? Because these guys are playing for contracts. And if they're not winning, they're they're looking. They're probably playing AAA or AA next year. So um, keep an eye on these. If you are going to play a C type team, San Fran, Chicago Cubs, Kansas City, Detroit are teams you might want to consider because they are in a bullish bullish cycle. All right, let's get to your Monday night football game, and I can see sixty two percent of the uh, the uh, the Ramblers and Gamblers in the bullpen like the Giants tonight. The G men hey. They like the New York football Giants to win tonight, but I'm on the Dallas Cowboys. I like the Cowboys here tonight, and I'll show you that in just a few seconds. Now, this line's all over the place. You can get a pick em at Sunspot. If you're going to take the Giants, take the money line. If you're going to take the Cowboys, take the Geico Insurance. But according to the forecast, and this is the analytics, and again, when you're handicapping using the rain report, just keep in mind, yeah, it's analytic-driven, just says the uh, the name of the website, eh? hence atsstats.com. But sometimes I, I, you know, I created this thing, and I, sometimes I disagree with the analytics, and I go to situational handicapping, and you, you got to understand the difference between both. Because I'll get this a lot, right? How come you're going against your stats? Well, it's because I'm, I got a wallet, and I got to keep that wallet full of money. And that's why I, I bet with my head. And sometimes um, you, you got to use complementary handicapping. And that means you got to go with the analytics and the situational handicapping. And sometimes you got to go with your sports gut, right? Sometimes the analytics, situational handicapping uh, is very gloomy. It, it just not doesn't make sense. And sometimes you just got to go with common sense or your, your own personal evaluation of scouting the games and how you feel on a game, right? Um, and looking at this game, this might be situational to me. 21 to 17 is the score. I got 39.4, and you can see the line tonight is at 39.5. So we have it a hair under the total. And, you know, Mika Parsons is uh, going to be on prime time. I hear LT is going to be in the house tonight to take a close look at the linebacker for the Cowboys to see if he's the next real big deal like uh, LT was. And um, the chances of winning tonight 63.3, 36.5 for the Dallas Cowboys. 
Cowboys coming off a, uh, you know what? That's a big win. Say what you want. Cincinnati with the, with that the offense is still a good football team. They won at home. Hey, they won at home with uh, Cooper Rush. Think about that. You know, Dallas, you think of the, the Dallas Cowboys, you think of the triplets. But um, you know what? Uh, we'll see tonight. They, they did beat the Bengals 2017. They lost to Tom Brady. Now, this you got to scratch your head now, right? But again, Tampa Bay is, who, who are you? You know? Every week, it's like beer league hockey. You don't know who, which team is going to show up, who's going to be in the lineup. That's the problem with Tampa Bay right now. So it's hard to get a gauge um, for tonight's game based on those two games, especially that uh, Buccaneer game, because Tampa Bay, um, you know, each week's a different lineup. For the Giants, 19-16 win against uh, Carolina at home. But, um, you know, could have been more maybe. And then 21-20, a game where they really trailed. If you look at that game between the Giants and the Titans, what was the difference in that game? The halftime adjustments by Dable, right? He made those halftime adjustments, and he said, you know what? We got to run between the tackles. We got to run more power, more inside zone. And they, they, you know, the one thing with running backs, and if we have any running backs listening, they're going to agree with me. The one, and especially the offensive line. One thing with running backs, you can't just use them every fourth, fifth play. You got to feed them because they got to get into a rhythm. And if you, you've ever played the position and you've ever been, uh, you know, uh, or you watch the running backs, they, they get better with more reps, right? And especially when the O-line is pushing. And if, if the Giants can establish the run this, uh, the, tonight and, and they get Saquon going, I'm telling you, it's going to be a long night for the Cowboys. But if they can just take away the run and force Daniel Jones to, to throw, um, then the, the the Cowboys will be uh, will be all right. But anyways, uh, going into tonight's game, I'm, I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one here. And I like the fact that anytime the Cowboys travel to New York to face the uh, the Giants, they're seven and three straight up, six and four against the number. And look at this number right here: the New York Football Giants one and nine in their last ten head-to-head meetings against their uh, NFC East rival, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, two and eight against the number. Not a very good record. Sometimes when when a team owns you, hey. Denny? Joe own the Chiefs. Owns. Owns. Yeah. They owns the, the, the Giants, the Cowboys do. One and nine, two and eight against the number. And uh, both these teams on seven days rest. Now, uh, New York 2 0. Hey, imagine the Giants go 3 0 with a win tonight. Uh, New York will be. Uh, They'll be going nuts over there. But you look at the last couple of games, Cowboys 21-6, 44-20, 23-19, 34-37. When was the last time the Giants beat the Cowboys? Hey, it's, it's been a while, right? Let me see. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been a while. Don't even have it on my, oh, here it is, 23-19, and that was on January 3rd, 2021. And let me see how Dallas plays on Monday night. 18-13-2 since 83 on the road week number three 11 and six seven and three against the point spread after a non-division game and uh let me see here any other numbers uh for the giants on monday night at home 11 11 and one um 9 14 and oh look at this at home the last uh, three seasons two and 15 to the under i know it's been uh, beaten to death but if i know that the bookmakers know that and you know what they're gonna hang a different number to get the over right if if, if everybody knows that the under is like a crazy crazy record like look at the average check the, the average uh, total 44 52 43 um 54 48 44 here's a 38 
All right, so I think you got to be careful. If you're gonna bet the the total in this one, uh, trust me, everybody and their dogs knows the under what the record is for the Giants coming under. I think the Cowboys are the best play here tonight. Uh, but again, beer and pizza money. If you're gonna bet this one here, beer and pizza money. And even the leaders at the World Series of handicapping didn't even touch this game. If you look at the leaders of the uh, the contest, none of them touched this game here tonight. Look at the the five, uh, the five top guys. Not one guy. Took uh, one, you know, one handicapper here. Took any of this uh, in this because uh, they even they don't even like it, right? So it's one of those games. I think it's a bookmaker's game. I think the bookmakers are gonna do well tonight here. Um, you know, it's a game that it's really really tough. Look at the line. The line even is even telling you it's tough, right? So we'll see. What do you guys like? I know the uh, the percentage play is going down here in the votes. It's fifty nine percent favoring the Giants and forty one percent for the uh, the Cowboys. And uh, it's not Mitch. It's Matt uh, Canada. Our terrible O line says Nico. This may be a game to enjoy value plays during live in-game. Yeah, good point. So F says this may be a game to enjoy the value plays during live in-game. You know what? I've been pretty close-minded when it came to um, props and in-game betting, but um, I'm slowly, and I'm sure a lot of old-school handicappers are, are like me, right? I'm the type of the handicapper where if I don't have resources or if I've never done it before, it's just I don't like to do things that I don't have a lot of a, a confidence in, right? Live in-game betting, um, you know, the, the props. I think uh, you know less is more, right? And when you start going off um, off track and you start doing all this stuff man you you could be uh, really uh, leading to trouble right obviously the books want you to bet it because the more action they get the more money they make the best their stock prices go up and all that stuff if they're a public book but um, less is more I'm a true uh, believer in less is more philosophy and uh, in-game betting though I, I not, not that I, I don't like it I, you know I've done it a few times and I've it really in-game betting really is, is a nice situation to bell you out on a bad pick that's the way i look at it right if i if i know i had a bad pick and i'm like oh god how do i get myself out of that and then it might cost you a bit more money but uh hey and you, even though you might not bail yourself out 100 at least you, you can uh, salvage some right all right so uh yeah so good um, good uh, analogy there or good uh, good comment there by f watch the film nico mitch can't hit wide open guy throwing over their heads into the dirt Tomlin is the head coach and decision maker. So I guess you guys talk about Mitch Trubisky, right? Um, there's no O-line. Hey, as much as I know, and I'm probably, you know, I'm putting on my quarterback union hat here. Um, say what you want about Mitch Trubisky. Go watch that O-line. Hey, there's a reason why you can't run the football. It's because the O-line's not making the holes. And if you can't protect the uh, the quarterback... How are you going to, you know, you can put Brett Favre, you can put uh, Peyton Manning in there. If you don't protect them, they're not going to be able to uh, to do anything of more, right? But uh, I, you just got to be careful, right? You don't want another Josh Rosen experience where you throw him to the wolf like the Cardinals did and then you ruin his career. You got to be very careful with that type of uh, um, situation. All right, let's get to your uh, top VPPs, your value and percentage plays for Monday uh, baseball. Yeah. Hey. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Rigby Field on a beautiful day for baseball. Yeah, it is a beautiful day. Well, it's starting to be beautiful now. Just uh, hey, just as we heard uh, Harry Carey's voice, the sun is now shining in Ottawa. So, hey, that's... Uh, that's awesome. 14 degrees, though. Still a little bit cold. And uh, Cincinnati taking on Pittsburgh. And uh, let me take a look at the uh, starting pitchers for tonight. And I think uh, Contreras is going for the cards, uh, the Bucks. And let me see for the... Um 
Cincinnati Reds, you got uh, Chase Anderson, so against Ronzi Contrera, and uh, let me see, the 54%, but, you know, C on C type crime, you know we're not betting that. Atlanta taking on Washington, you got Bryce uh, Elder going up against Corey Abbott for Washington, 39.6% chance, wow. Uh, let me see here, is this late, uh, let me check the, uh, the latest odds on this game. Let me just go to my, um, this seems like a typo here. Okay. Sometimes we do get a typo or a bad line feed. Uh, there's no way Washington could be favored, right? Let me see here. Uh, Major League Atlanta. Yeah, no, 240. So I don't know where this line is coming. So I'll have to fix that. Uh, Toronto minus uh, 120 against the Yankees. I do. Uh, I like the Yankees here tonight. I think the Yankees might be one of my top plays. I'll handicap that game in just a second. I know they got a win in the uh, final six innings there yesterday. It was a six inning final, so a nice win for the Yankees. Two nothing against the Bo Sox. Toronto, you know, split the series with the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Now they come back, but they, they're sending Gossman to the hill tonight. And let's take a look at his numbers in his last couple of outings: twelve and ten on the year. Not you know when you think the Blue Jays having a great season, you would think you know you're one of your starting five uh, pitchers 12 and 10 is not it doesn't give me a lot of confidence right and he hasn't has a win in his last two games last win was against at texas at baltimore like he's beating the beatables right when was last time he had a quality win august 19th against the yankees hey you know what playing the yankees at home tonight maybe you do have their number but uh, going today for the uh, the new york yankees Luis Severino, 6-3, and 3.36 ERA. And uh, looking at uh, his uh, last couple of starts, his uh, last loss was June 30th, but he hasn't started since... Uh, wait, last start was September 21st. He was injured. He had a July 13th start, no decision. Only went two innings. But um, if I were to play this one here tonight... Probably have a pitch count, maybe. On the, he only went five inning against Pittsburgh. Maybe there's a pitch count. I do like the uh, the Yankees here. I love the value. Hey, I, I like the value. I had them at plus one thirteen, and you're getting about uh, plus one hundred. So fair, fair market value on the uh, the the Yankees, and then Baltimore taking on Boston. And looking at the line here, minus one thirty. I think it's one twenty now. And uh, Boston is very bearish. And uh, coming off a tough series against the uh, the Yankees. In fact, uh, let me see here. Let me go look at the uh, the weekend recap of that uh, series. And let me go to my Boston against uh, Baltimore. And let me take a look here. And uh, while that uh, loads up, I'm just going to go back out of here. And let me go back to my lineup right here. Man, this is very slow. All right, uh, so looking at the uh, the weekend recap against the uh, the Yankees. So let me see here. Uh, yeah, so they played five games. It was a five. No, no. It was a. Um, all right. So two nothing. Seven to five. Five to four. Five to well. Yeah, they they got uh, struggling. Hey, <laughs> as Joe Namath was struggling. Said. Yeah, they're struggling. I'm gonna go with Baltimore here. I'm gonna go with Baltimore tonight, and uh, the Orioles gonna send uh, Jordan Lyles 11-11 on the season um, against Connor Seabold for the um, the Boston Red Sox. And uh, Lyle's been pretty much uh, 500 the last uh, four starts, right? Last uh, start against um, Detroit, went nine innings. Went nine innings, went the distance, got the win. You know, so might be a shorter outing if he uh, has a little bit of a tired arm. But uh, I do like Baltimore here tonight, getting plus 110. But the Yankees, to me, would be my uh, beer and pizza money game of the night. All right, there you have it. That is the uh, that is my pick of the day. And uh, as uh, AI would say. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. 
I mean, how silly is that? Yeah, pretty silly. And we're talking about not strength of schedule, but we are talking about the 80% Club. And you can get the 80% Club each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. And uh, Bo Jackson says, I don't trust Jordan Romano. Yeah, I. It, you know what? It's um, Snyder's been overusing him. I think he's just, uh, you know, when you start bringing in your closer in the uh, eighth uh, inning, you know, not too many closers you can do that with, right, in in Major League Baseball. I know uh, Rivera used to do it, but, uh, you know, he's no Mariano Rivera. You know, he's just, you can't constantly bring in your closer thinking, oh, I'm going to get away with it. You, eventually that catches up with you, right? So instead of, you know, getting three outs, you're getting four outs, and you're getting maybe an extra 15 uh, pitches in that arm. So not a good um, not a good strategy by Schneider bringing in a Romanow. But, you know, you got to find you got to find a good setup guy. You got to get that good eighth inning setup guy um, to, to come in, and then you bring in your closer to get three outs. Don't ask him to get four outs all the time because that's going to bite you in the butt eventually. All right, the 80% Club stats brought to you by ATSStats.com. The Pittsburgh Pirates 11-1 as a 120-140 home favorite coming off a game where they scored three runs four uh, the last six years for 91.6%. The Nationals 11-2 as a one. Okay, no, they're uh, the favorite. i got to fix that. The over, yeah, if you like the Blue Jays tonight in the um, the total, the over is 15-3 for Toronto as a home team coming off a win against an American League East division opponent this season. So the over might be, you know what, with Gosman pitching and Severino, that could be a good play right there, the over. And the uh, last one, the, the might drop off, the Cincinnati Reds. The under is 10-1-1 and and for Cincinnati as a pick them the minus uh, plus 120 road underdog coming off a one-run win the last seven years. So that's a, that's a mic drop right there. The Cincinnati Reds, the under is 10 and one for Cincy as a pick in the 120 road underdog coming off a one run win and that is your 80 percent club stat courtesy of ats stats we're talking about practice Come. not a game not a game we're talking about practice. practice practice man i mean how silly is that no nope, not silly and that is the 80 percent club and that is the show here today on a uh, cash out monday all right hey you know what um, let me see here. Cash out Monday, 55 minutes. Not bad. 55 minutes. We had a pretty good run here today. And then I didn't think and I saw four baseball games and I said, you know, one NFL and, you know, we have no NHL, no NBA. I said, I'm going to have to stretch it out, eh? as they say in the, in show business. You're going to have to stretch it out today on a uh, cash out Monday. All right, folks, enjoy your uh, Monday night football game between the Dallas Cowboys and the New York football giants. I'll be on Dallas and uh, taking a l- last look here at the poll question of the day. Who do you like tonight, the Dallas Cowboys or the New York football giants? And 57% of the uh, the Ramblers and Gamblers are all over the Giants. And uh, we'll wish you guys good luck with your football pick tonight. All right. Uh, in the meantime, shop for value, play those percentages. I'll see you back shortly with another Ram Report. Harry Carey, get us out of here on a Monday. Hello again, everybody. Harry Carey from Rigby Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man, you've got to be the man. Jerome the Chiefs owns, 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 owns. I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Three cash, homie. Holy cow. It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. What the hell's going on out here? Woo! If you smell it, you know it!
because Stone Cold said so. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack.